Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 718, recorded live on March 19th, 2022, and here are your hosts, the man who was distracted right at the start of the recording, Dave Pillay. I got a lot going on here. And the man who uh, was distracted earlier today, Andy Lowe. Hi. What was distracting you earlier today, Andy? Well, um, a, uh, a 4 by 4 and a 5 by 5 Rubik's Cube. Ah, you saw your brother's attempt and said, I want to try that. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I saw that. And I'm like, you know what? That actually would be. I could, I could probably do that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I saw that and I ordered, you know, some uh, Rubik's Cubes on Amazon. Picked up some weird Chinese off-brand speed cubes. So it's not actually a Rubik's Cube? Nope. Because that's the brand? Yep. So, so yeah. what was it called? Because I know that they couldn't call it Rubik's Cube. They called it Speed Cube. Ah, just Speed Cube. Yes. So yeah, it was a 2x2, two 3x3, by 4x4, two, by by and 5x5 five five pack for $21. Okay. I presume that's a good price. I don't know how expensive Rubik's Cubes are, well, they, whether they've been keeping up with inflation. I can't imagine they cost very much to produce at this point. No, prob- they, probably not. Um, so, yeah, because so, it was funny, though, because um, Isaac, through some of his uh, YouTube algorithms, somehow had stumbled upon speed cubing videos. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how the YouTube algorithm got him to that, but somehow, yes, he had gotten onto the speed cubing things there. And he, he owns a Rubik's snake, so he knows what the Rubik's snake is, and he knows what a Rubik's cube is. And so I'm like, well, you know, he, Isaac already knows what these are. You know, maybe I can distract him with the two-by-two two or something. Yeah. And so, you know, they show up and, they, you know, everybody is having fun with them. And then literally the next day, another one shows up and Kate's like, did you accidentally order another four by four cube? And I'm just like, no, wait a second. Hold on. Your brother got you one, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. Of course he did. Like just five That's- seconds going like, I, I didn't order a set. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Let me think about it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is that is a very low brother's or low siblings thing to do. Well, I think we all know how to solve a three by three. Well, no, but like to be like, oh, we're talking about this thing. And then you're like, you know what? I'll just buy it for you. Like you've done that to me on multiple occasions. That is true. I still have jelly beans in the cabinet (laughs) that showed up mysteriously at my door. (laughs) It was totally worth it. (laughs) <laughs> the, the buying me jelly beans was worth it just because i would you know that would love to just have seen your reaction of jelly beans really just for the the shits and giggles yeah it's worth the lull um do it for the lulls yep so yeah so uh especially since isaac you know if i'm playing with one of them i'll literally just try and take it out of my hand and then mess it up which, now that there's two of them, now, it's like now. Hang on, hang on. Is he is he messing it up because he's trying to solve it, or because he's trying to make it harder? 
I think he just likes playing with it because he's seen okay. the, he's seen them play with it on videos, and so you know he'll mess it around. Um, so he's he's not actually doing it like with malicious attempt. No, it's just Intent, it's it rather. it is unintentionally malicious. Yeah, especially when you're in the middle of an algorithm and he takes it from your hands and he does something. You're like, oh, <laughs> now like now I gotta start over. But yeah, no, I. Uh, I, I was going to, you know, look for topics for the podcast and all that. And, and instead, I was just sitting there. <laughs> flip, 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 yep. flip, 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 flip. Which is funny, though, is um, so I I did the four by f- did both of the four by fours and I did the five by five. And of course, I can uh-huh. do a three by three. The two by two, though, you know, everybody's like, oh, if you can do a three by three, you can do a two by two. It's, you know. It's the same thing. Well, just, yes, except there's no center, right? Isn't yeah. that a key thing in the 3x3? Three three? Yes. Is using the, the center points, and there's no center on a 2x2. Two two. No. I always I always had the sense of the fact that, like, you can't really hide cube faces. You know, on a 3x3, three three, you can kind of, like, hide some of the cube faces all, away from where you're actually doing the work, and then, you know the end of the algorithm is you kind of just bring everything back to where it's supposed to be. The two so not hide, but store. Yes. Okay. I don't know what the, the speed terminology is for that. I, I, you know, there's, they neither do I, the, but like hiding just sounds wrong. Yes. Right. It's gotta be either storing or stashing or queuing. There's, there's no way it's called hiding. You're I don't know what it it's called. I just, I just know it's like, you know, you move some of the stuff out of the way you do your move and then you move everything back again. The yeah. two by two does it's all right there. It's like you're literally moving half the cube with every single every move. time. Yeah. Uh is that true? Yeah, because any any time you turn it, you're no, gonna turn you're moving a sixth of it. You're gonna move four you're gonna move four out of the eight cubes with every turn. Yeah, but you're only moving four faces. Well, no, I guess you're not moving four faces. You're moving eight faces, aren't you? Or twelve faces. Four plus one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, you're moving twelve faces. Okay, never mind. I was I wasn't counting rotating the side as moving it, but it really is. So yeah, um, you you could argue you could argue with that rotation thing that when you move a uh, when you rotate a two by two because the four faces the four stickers on that side that you're rotating don't move other than rotating on that side. So you could say, potentially, that you're really only moving eight out of the 24 faces. But you'd also be a pedantic asshole and be wrong. You're moving half of it. You are correct. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, <laughs> I've people never like, actually like, solved a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> the, um, you know, the, the, the book has a specific way and I've you know I looked this up online for the three by three cube everybody has a specific way of like starting at the bottom and working their way up yeah which I I'm not exactly sure how I, I've learned it I've learned my my version of how to solve the cube through about three different people so my way of solving the cube is easy in my head it's it, you know it's the algorithms people have shown me are the ones that are easy to memorize. It, it's yeah. not a speed run in any sense of the word, but it's e- it was easy for me to memorize and learn everything, but it's not any of the standard ways. It's kind of a, a Frankenstein edition. So, so it's a inefficient way. Yes. 
And so people are like, oh, yeah, no, all you got to do is the same thing for this one. And then you can solve that last face of the, the two by two cube. And I'm just like, I, fuck. I don't, you know, I don't do it the way everybody else does it. So now I have to like memorize, I think, eight, eight algorithms, brand new ones that I've never yeah. done before. I'm just, I'm fucked by just looking at the, um, the the notation oh yeah r r1 prime u r prime d2 r u prime r prime d2 r2 yep r is clockwise r prime is counterclockwise for the right face of the cube but wait a minute (laughs) if it's the right face i guess you still have a clockwise counterclockwise based on the top well, the right. the central point is the 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 central in the three by three cube. The central point well, never that's, moves. That's different if it's facing you versus facing away from you. Well, yeah, it's so talking about clockwise versus counterclockwise is assuming you were to turn it so that it was facing you. Yes, you just you, uh, which is if, the same as the left one, which means that the left clockwise is the opposite direction of the right clockwise. Yes, that is correct. Which, they're both supposed to be clockwise, which means they're opposite directions, which is... They're both clockwise if you're looking at that face of the cube. Yeah. And it's, believe me, yes, no, it takes a second, but once you get it, it's like, oh yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, our, you know, our prime... D2. No, okay. I, I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. just stupid, but I get it. <laughs> but man, there's even some more um, OLL and PLL and um, FL, and it's just all these other acronyms that I had to look up, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. The OLL algorithms. Yes, that is the orientation of the last level algorithms. There are seven of those, supposedly, for a 3 by 3 There is cube. a lot of content out here. There's a lot of content out here about solving these things. Yeah. What's really funny, though, I is, when, you know, I never, I, I knew the four and the five cubes existed. Yeah. But, you know, I never, I never, I was like, okay, I did the three. And then, yeah, I saw Jamie solve the five. And I'm like, you know what? If I just look at the five, it's based, you know, the four and the five cubes. Once I read up on them, it's like, oh yeah, just turn it into a three by three cube, and there you go. There's a couple of other, you know, little extra steps, especially because the four by four cube doesn't have any center post, so you can accidentally, without realizing it, you know, put two colors that are supposed to be opposite sides of the cube next to each other. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, no. This this was uh, you know normally. During my, you know, the brief nap time period for Isaac is normally when I try and get all the topics done for it. But instead, that OCD part of me is like, oh, there's a messed up cube in front of me. I have to solve this. Therefore, I must solve. Yep. Sure. So, yeah, they are are currently solved. Cool. We'll see how long they last. And I have no idea where the 2 by 2 or the 3 by 3 went to. Hey, I got one face solved. Just by randomly clicking around on a two by two, I solved a face. Um, I will say, Andy. Yes. There is a Rubik's cube. Let me see if I can find it. First off, uh, a, a friend of mine, a coworker of mine, 
has in fact done up to I believe a seven by seven or a nine by nine. Yeah, you got to be careful on those bigger ones because they are so prone to basically just exploding Falling apart. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, how about doing this one that I'm going to send you in just a second? But the the triangle or the uh, hold on, let me see which one are you sending me? Oh, that one. Well, it's just a three by three, just. Yeah, except you can't necessarily, like... You can apply the same algorithms if you were to label all the sides. Yes. But, good luck with that. (laughs) I would love to see you think, like, is this the red side or the blue side? For those of you listening to the podcast and not existing in Andy in my head, uh, this is the D... Fanit, Fantix? It's, it's the Mirror Cube. D-Fantix, if you look up Mirror Cube. Yeah, if you yeah, just look, look up, up Mirror, mirror Cube. Rubik's Cube. It is a 3x3 three three cube. All faces are the same color. They are not the same size. And yet, somehow, it still preserves rotation. I mean, the same basic rules apply. The corner pieces are the corner pieces are the corner pieces. Yeah, I'm guessing if you take it apart, it's going to look exactly the same as the rest of the cubes. Well, sort of. It's going to be off-centered. Yes. But yeah, when you open it up, it's still the same interior, just off-centered. Have you tried four-dimensional Rubik's Cubes? Like it changes over time? Nope. Hang on. if If it doesn't change over time, then... How is that fourth dimensional? Because it's a computer program. Of course it's a computer program. And whoop, and whoop. It is a three by three by three by three Rubik's Cube. No, I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently the same algorithm actually works. You just have to extend it to that fourth dimension. Someone actually made a physical 2x2x2x2, which is terrifying. Uh Uh-huh. Can I 3D print that? (laughs) Right. So, yes. Distracted. Mm Mm-hmm. Rubik's Cubes. Lots of cubes. Yep. So, yeah, now I I think I've got the 4x4, because it's basically just two other... uh, yeah, basically about two other um, algorithms, and then it's mm. back to a three by three cube. So, yeah. well, cool, very cool. Oh, I see what you mean by make it a three by three. Like if you can just get two rows of it done, if you, you can, can just... treat the the outside of it as if it were one solid row. Yes. Okay, that's what you mean by make it a three by three. Got it. Yeah. yeah one. Yeah. What? Once you st- once you once you start basically expanding from the three by three it's all just make it a three by three it's literally in the instructions is hey this is how you get it to make it a three by three cube solve as three by three by three by three yeah which of course does beg the question because i know with a three by three by three there is god's number which i think they've gotten down to 20 is it 20 or 21 i don't know what you're talking about the 
maximum number of moves needed to solve for any given configuration. I oh, think okay. is down to 20. It's called God's number. It's that any position, no matter how bad you screw up the cube, is no more than 20 moves away from a solution. Now, a lot of the, the algorithms say, okay, we don't care. They are not designed to minimize the steps. They're designed to be easy to remember. Like I said, my Frankenstein way of solving it. Right. So with that carried on to the 4 by 4 by 4 if your solution is turn it into a 3 by 3 and then solve it for a 3 by 3 that means that you are guaranteeing a higher number of steps to get to a to a solution and i wonder if there is a smaller number if there's if there's if it's not going to be necessarily as high is there a better actual solution than turn it into a 3 by 3 and solve i don't know Neither do I. Somebody, uh, uh, hmm. let's see, four by four God's number. Between 35 and 55 moves. Yeah. Of course, speed solving, you know, has got this down. Yeah. I mean, those people are crazy. Absolutely crazy. Five by five is a 52, is known to be between 52 and 141 moves. Oof. (laughs) I love that. They're like, ah, we don't know. Like, we, we think we can get it down to 52 in some cases, but other cases we haven't figured out if that is the minimum. I love that. Uh, anyway, hi, Andy. Hello. I think we're done with Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> okay, good. I think. I, I don't have anything else that I can pull out last minute and be like, oh, by the way. So, yeah. How's your week been, Andy, with Daylight Savings? We're back on daylight savings time. Has the weather there been as crazy as the weather here? Yes. Yes, it has. Okay. Because the weather here has been fucking nuts. We had 60 degree weather on like Tuesday and it snowed this morning. We didn't have snow. We just had really cold rain and it's currently 39. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be like 33 here today. All right. Just here. Here are the highs. Right. Starting next week. 57. Sorry, next week. Yes. 57, 69, 50, 57, 39, 48. You get up to like 70 degrees next week? That's what it says on Monday, getting up to 70 degrees. And then on... Oh, yeah, sure enough, here too. Thursday, getting down to just above... Oh, yeah, overnight. Overnight low of 34, so almost freezing on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I keep my phone on Celsius because I, I want to be able to just innately understand Celsius because you, you and I already innately understand Fahrenheit, right? Mm-hmm. Someone says 70 degrees. You know what that is. You know how that feels, right? Yes. But what if someone says it's 22? I, I don't know. <laughs> It's funny, my uh, my Fitbit watch, the weather on my watch was stuck uh-huh. in Celsius. Uh-huh. Which uh, doesn't matter right now because my watch is actually currently getting shipped back to Fitbit. Yeah. Uh, because it somehow overnight 
because uh, I use that sleep for Android. And I'm like, how come it didn't wake me up? The alarm should Uh-oh. have gone off. And I glance at my watch, and all I see is the Fitbit logo. And I'm like, well, that's not good. Oh, no. So I try, you know, doing the hard reset, which there actually is no physical buttons on it. So it's just that capacitance button. So I'm like, I'm trying to do with the, you know, going through their factory reset options. It's not working. So I send, you know, I send a message to Fitbit and they come back with, have you tried doing the factory reset options? And you're like, yes, yes I tried doing that and it didn't work. Now I'm talking to you guys. And they're like, well, this, you're going to have to ship it in. That's why I'm calling you guys, because the factory reset didn't work. So yeah, I uh, had to send that in. So we'll see what the story on that is. Yeah. Well, um, the weather here is 8, 16, 19, 9, 4, 3, 9, 8, 3, 7. Now, for those of you who don't have your phone in Celsius and haven't been spending the last, oh, probably a couple years with that setting to just kind of, like, understand how that feels. 19 Celsius is, like, high 60s, low 70s. Like, it's it's a nice day. That is a very, like, once you start getting into the 20s, you start, like, okay, it's getting warm. Once you start getting into the 30s, just don't. Like, no. Just no, no. Uh, once you get into the 40s, stay inside. But if you want the, the like, quick rule of thumb, 37 is 98.6 degrees. Like, exactly. 37 Celsius is 98.6 Fahrenheit. Okay. So it's a, it's a useful one to keep in mind. So when the weather's up at, like, oh, it's, like, 35 degrees, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> that is... Just below body temperature. Please, no. <clears throat> yeah, Monday was 61. Yeah. Last Monday, yep. It was about that here. Too <sighs> hot for March. Definitely too hot for March. <clears throat> but yeah, no, daylight savings time. Everything with work went okay. Yeah. I, you know, Isaac seemed to have already transitioned, so that's okay. Um, yeah, not too bad. Cool. Was Monday morning a problem? Oh, Kate's, never mind. Kate says Monday morning was awful. Oh, no. I was sick at the time, so. I recall. Yes. Because I recall telling you that we shouldn't be recording and you should be in bed because daylight savings started, well, because you were sick and because daylight savings started that night, which meant that by the time we finished recording, it was effectively two o'clock in the morning for you. So, yeah, so you you were sick, and you just kind of, like, slept through it. Pretty much. But uh, for Kate, it was much harder. Yes. I'd believe it. Mm-hmm. I'd believe that. Uh, I didn't believe, and I was very surprised, that the Senate passed a thing to make daylight savings, per- like, permanent. There were people in the Senate who didn't even believe that the Senate had actually passed a... Because, um... like, how does that work? Because Arizona doesn't observe daylight saving like this week nothing changed in arizona or hawaii for that matter so like why did those states senators agree to this or was it just like it doesn't change anything for those states because it's actually something controlled at the state level there's a question who does control the time zones in the united states 
Is that federal level or the state level? Because, like, Michigan, I know, insisted on being in the eastern time zone, even though it should really be in the central time zone. Yeah. Yeah, you you look at, like, you know, eastern Maine and western Is Michigan are in the same time zone. Very far apart. Should not be in the same time zone. And we've already talked about how all of China is in one time zone, yeah. which is also just a bad decision. But, like, yeah. So I, I wonder if it's controlled at the state level, but apparently the Senate is saying, just leave it daylight saving. Just leave it. Don't do anything. All right, hold on. Time in Maine, as in all U.S. states, is regulated by the United States Department of Transportation? Uniform time. U.S. Department of Transportation. I mean, it makes sense. Okay, Department of Transportation. Why do we have time zones? Why do we have clocks? It's for the trains. So I guess historically that makes sense. But then why do certain states get to say, no, we don't observe daylight savings time? Why does Arizona not do... Arizona was granted an exception. They had to apply yes. to the Department of Transportation for an exception. Yes, there there is actually a procedure for moving an area from one time zone to another here, which includes submitting a request by either the state or local government to the Secretary of Transportation. I love... The fact that it's the Secretary of Transportation. I love that it's the Department of Transportation that actually controls the time zones in the U.S. I think that is hilarious. Uh, And that you have to submit a request for a change. That is also absolutely fantastic. So I presume in the Senate bill, Arizona still has this exception. Probably. Right? uh... Like, what, what was the... It was the Sunshine... Protection Act of 2022? H.R. 69. Uh, S. 623, sir. Sorry. Because it was in the Senate, not the House. You're looking at the House version of it. Uh, Text of the... Act may be cited as sunshine for the repeal of temporary period of daylight saving time from Uniform Time Act of 1966, the advancement of standard time. What? Second sentence of subsection A of section 1 of the Act of March 19, 1918, commonly known as the Calder Act, is amended by striking four hours, inserting three hours, by striking five hours, inserting four hours. The standard time for a state that has exempted itself from the provisions of section 3 of the Uniform Time Act of 1966 as in effect on the day before the date of the enactment of the Sunshine Protection Act of 2021 (laughs) pursuant to such section or an area of a state that has exempted such area from such provision (laughs) pursuant to such section. Oh my God. (laughs) Shall be as such state considers appropriate, the standard time for such state or area as case may be or the standard time for such state or area, as the case may be, as it was in effect the day before November 5th, 2023. So basically, if the state wants to stay on standard time, they can stay on standard time. But see, now I've got to go and look up the Calder Act. Well, it's where the it Calder Act. These hours. In 1918, which I think was. 
that the Calder Act gave federal oversight of time zones. But to also the interstate lays out commerce the, commission. Yeah, which doesn't exist lays anymore. out the where is it? Like the five hours, four hours, six hours, seven hours, eight hours, nine hours, ten hours, eleven hours, ten hours is amended by striking four hours and inserting three hours. So where in the Calder Act does it say four hours? Standard time of the first zones shall be coordinated universal time retarded by four hours. The second zone by five hours, the third zone by six hours, the fourth zone by seven hours, the fifth zone eight hours, the sixth zone nine hours, seventh zone ten hours, eighth zone eleven hours, and the ninth zone advanced by ten hours. I see. So the Sunshine Protection Act just pushes standard time to be daylight time. So wait a second. Does Canada, yeah. Canada still does daylight savings time, right? Yeah, yeah. So if we're stuck in daylight savings time... So driving straight north into Canada, if they don't follow suit, you'd have to change your clock. <laughs> we'd, we'd actually see. I wonder how long it would take for Canada to change their clocks. <laughs> it's, it's even more striking up there, right? It's further north. Yes, the farther north you go, the the more daylight savings times actually, which is why if you look at who, you know, it was Senator Marco Rubio was the one who actually brought up this uh, vote. Well, there wasn't even a vote. It was a unanimous consent. Right, which is basically the Senate saying, is everyone in agreement? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. No which, objections. What, what right. was funny, though, Passes. was the fact that somebody was actually, I think, supposed to actually object to this, but then mm. nobody got around to doing so. And so it passed. Who? What? Why? Hold on. Let me try to see if I can find. Oh, now I've just got a whole bunch of history here of Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> My search history is contaminated with Rubik's Cube. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Here we go. So, um, when somebody brings up a unanimous consent, um, the, the, the plan is normally a, that a senator will first hotline their bill, notifying every single senator that they're planning on asking for unanimous consent. Then a senator can place a hold on the bill saying that they refuse consent, and then the person will, you know, in theory, just for grandstanding, come in, ask for, you know, unanimous consent to pass this bill, and the other person will... After, you know, I've already said, I'm going to oppose, actually go to the floor and oppose it. It's, you know, very just formal and cordial and everything. Okay. Well, Marco Rubio said he initially planned to bring up the Daylight Savings Bill on Monday. Uh, Roger Wicker had placed a hold on it, but his flight was delayed. So the consent request was bumped to Tuesday so Wicker could block it because he said, I'm going to block this. But he never actually block it. <laughs> so because he forgot, or like that. Uh, let's see if he's in the news recently. Uh, last thing on here is he tested positive for COVID a month ago. Well, but that was a month ago, so yeah. probably not. Oh, because he's coming back from Poland due to the whole Russia Ukraine thing. Okay. 
So it looks like he was trying to come back from Poland, didn't get back in time, and didn't actually hold up his hold. Oh, he, he, he ultimately declined because he said uh, he is more focused on issues like the war in Ukraine. I chose not to stand in the way. I'm more interested in fighting other battles. So Wicker said he was going to oppose it. He decided, I, I don't want to deal with this. He didn't oppose it. All the other staffers who looked at these hotlines were like, daylight savings time. We don't care about that. So none of the, none of the other senators, some of them were like, didn't even know from their staff that this was going to happen. Because they didn't, you know, they didn't get notified about the hotline. And so a bunch of them are just like, uh, you know, nobody was around. And so it passed. passed. Yes. That's just hilarious, right? Like, that's just absolutely, totally hilarious. So it passed the Senate. What, What chance does it have in the House? That is an excellent question because, um, nobody knows because nobody's really... You know, this is not a hot-button issue right now, so nobody really knows where anybody stands on it. I mean, it's pretty clear where most people stand on it. Most people seem to think it's a good idea. Which is fu- uh, I, I don't. <laughs> you don't? Well, no, um, well, okay, so the, uh, Tell me, Andy. Tell me why we- you don't think it's a good idea, and I will tell you why you're wrong. The weather guys. Yeah. In Flint. Yeah. Did a, okay, if Daylight Savings Time was permanent. Yes. They gave you four dates, January 1st, April 1st, June 26th, November 10th. Right. Basically, the solstices and equinox. Yes. Yeah. Sunrise. Yes. Earliest sunrise, 5.57 a.m. on June 26th. Okay. Latest sunrise, 9.06 a.m. on January 1st. Yeah. And? Sunsets, earliest sunset, 6.10 p.m. on January 1st. Yeah. 9.18 p.m. on June 26th. Okay. And? Having it dark at 9 a.m., if it's a cloudy day, you're dark until 9.30, 10 o'clock. Andy. Let me let me ask you because I know I I, got, I want to talk to you personally. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me ask: Is this something? Is this a concern for you personally, or you're concerned about people in general? A little bit of both. Okay. I mean, so Isaac you is personally. Yes. Let's let's take let's tackle the you personally one. Okay. What time do you get to work? Eight thirty. Okay. What what time was the sun rising? The if, latest sunrise it was nine thirty. 9.06. 9.06. And you get to work at 8.30. Yes. That's so you if... would miss a half an hour of sunlight. Right? Like, you're you're at work at 8.30. Like, it's only the days where the sun is rising after 8.30. Which would be would November, it. like mid-November to sometime mid... To very early January. Yes. Versus getting out of work. And having it be light. That is true, yes. Right now, sunset in January is 5.10 p.m. Right. Sunset here in January, keep in mind I'm on the eastern side of the time zone, sunset here in January is like 4.15. I'm just in my head thinking Isaac is starting kindergarten next year, which, yeah, that itself is... Kindergarten starts at eight thirty. Yep. 
which means he will be walking to school yeah. at 8 a.m. Yeah. That's that's now an hour before sunrise. So put more street lights out. I've just if if the problem is the switch between daylight savings time and not daylight savings time. Why don't we just get rid of daylight savings time and just go straight standard? Why are we stuck offset from the entire rest of the world? Because we aren't stuck offset from the entire rest of the world. Other countries handle their daylight saving at different times as well. We would, in fact, be stuck offset for half the year, assuming other countries didn't follow along and do the same thing. The workday being where it is screws us up. Maybe we just need to modify when the workday is. Which is exactly what we would be doing by changing the clocks, Andy. Just so you know, the EU yes. um, had a successful vote in Parliament back in 2019 of ending yeah. daylight savings timing altogether in the EU. Yeah. Currently, that's been punted due to COVID, but still, that is in their docket for them to literally just kill daylight cool. savings time whatsoever. Do you, do you know if they're going to go to all daylight saving versus standard or all standard versus daylight saving? We'll see what... Because I bet you they go with the daylight saving one and put the goddamn sun at the end of the day where it does more good for more people. Okay. U.S. added three more weeks of daylight savings time in 2005, right? Sure. By 2007, people just consumed more electricity in the dark morning hours instead of the dark evening hours. Yeah, it's not a question of consuming no. electricity. We're going to consume the electricity either way. Yes. It's not a question of saving energy or saving fuel or anything like that. It's a question of when do you want it to be light? Do you want it to be light on your way to work? Or do you want it to be light on your way home from work? I, hmm. That's the question right there, and it looks like the vote, uh, 384 to 153, was to actually just re re uh, abolish daylight savings time. So it looks like the, the wording is just go back to standard time. Okay. Well, that's fine for them. Granted, they have a you, lot of you know, other laws about when you can and can't do work, so whatever. <laughs> like... You know, we're we're kind of a special case though because we're we're not connected to the rest of the continents outside of, you know, South America. Right. <clears throat> so if we do decide to offset ourselves outside of Canada and Mexico, it's not, you know. Yep. Feel like it's a little so, isolationist and nationalist to do so, but the oh god, there's all the different twilights and stuff, but the the sunset on January 1st, here in Madison, currently, when we go to standard time, mm -hmm. is 4.35 in the afternoon. That's a bit early. Right. Now, I get, Andy, that in Michigan, it actually, like, yeah, it it's not that bad. Like, it, it should probably be, like, your standard time feels pretty good, right? Yes. Because your standard time is my fucking daylight time. Because you should be on the central time zone. How about we just split the difference and both of us just go a half hour? <laughs> How about Michigan stays on, quote unquote, 
standard time, in which case, really, Michigan just joins the central time zone. And the rest of us, where it makes sense, we go forward an hour. Oh. Look, Michigan wanted to be on the eastern time zone to do business with New York. Fine. You know what? Sure. But fucking live with the consequences. Once again, the ghosts of people long dead messing with the lives of those who are living. Yeah. And why do we not change it? Tradition. Tradition. Oh my god, okay. Sorry. So, baseball's back on the air. Um, Yes. uh, It was... Baseball is on the air. Yes. Well, because there was a lockout. Um, So spring training was supposed to start back in February. But due to the lockout, you know, no baseball. But they, the first game, the first exhibition game at spring training was this week. And so we started running promos on KZO. And KZO has been playing the Tigers since 1930. I think I looked it up, 36, something like that. Something ridiculously old. Okay. I think we're one of the longest running, of, you know, Major League Baseball affiliates, hands down, period. So... They ran a promo and they used tradition as the uh, as the hey tigers are back and I'm just in there going like really we're doing fiddler on the roof <laughs> talking about baseball we're yeah we're, I don't know, I'm just hearing like up oh, no that's that's fiddler on the roof okay yep everybody else seemed fine with it I'm just like this is a little weird but okay <sighs> speaking of tradition. The uh, yep. SLS finally rolled out. <laughs> Being stuck in the past. About damn time. Yep, the thing got fully stacked and rolled out to the launch pad. You know what else got fully stacked? <laughs> the Starship. Starship. They did a full stack test. <laughs> Only, you know, a <laughs> decade after they first said they wanted to create an SLS, they finally rolled something out to the launch pad. Look, it takes time to to build a spaceship. Since 2005, NASA has spent more than 50 billion dollars. It takes time to build a spaceship. Be hilarious if uh Must looks like them to it. Yeah, cuz it looks like SLS will launch no earlier than June 2022. If Starship can get launched before, you know, if if it wasn't for the FAA's and FCC's, whole, not FCC's, FAA's um, and EPA, if that whole thing hadn't, you know, been pushed back, Starship would have actually already launched. <laughs> yeah, and beaten, beaten the SLS to it. Yep. Uh, a, how are we doing a, on time? What? <laughs> That is that's been the question of the day. Oh my god, really? Wow. I'm guessing we're pretty far in. <laughs> wow. We had a long talk about Rubik's cubes. <laughs> wow. Are are we ready to wrap up? Is that <laughs> what I hear? But all these topics that I spent time and effort finding. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> We had Daylight Savings and Rubik's Cubes, Andy. What else are we going to talk about? Like, that's the podcast right there. Uh, what, what other topics do you want to hit real quick? What do you got? Um, 
Reggie, during a keynote and interview at South by Southwest, said why he left Game uh, GameSpot. No, GameStop. Okay, because uh, the issue was that as the strategy was beginning to be developed, I asked to be part of the team to develop the strategy. I knew the business. I knew it as a consumer. I knew it as a vendor. I had a pretty strong opinions on how the business needed to be pivoted, but I was rebuffed. Perspective well, was, yeah, Reggie, we want to keep the team small, and so it's going to be myself and a few other people I brought on board who, by the way, don't know this business, don't understand the players, et cetera. So I took that as a code of thank you, but we don't really don't want any other ideas. Yeah. Well, damn. <laughs> so that, yeah, he's like, leadership didn't want to listen, so I left. Yeah. Uh, James Webb has uh, a partial alignment of their mirrors. Yes. They are basically above what they thought they were going to get to. But they haven't even finished it. I know, but currently the um, the images are, according to the, the director, the images are focused together as finely as the laws of physics allow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. Uh, so I, I swear I th- thought that it was like they had another three months of alignment fine touches to do. Are they saying like, nope, this is as good as it's going to get? In which case, they can begin their observations? At this point, the mirror is aligned to the telescope's primary instrument, the near-infrared camera. The telescope, however, has three additional instruments, and the next few steps will see alignment with each of the remaining instruments, so the mirrors are positioned to perform well with all hardware. Okay. So the, the main mirror is set, um, and it's above spec but they've got two more, or sorry, three more additional instruments that they also have to make sure everything is lined up and ready to go. <clears throat> yeah. Once those are all set, then they can, uh, they can start shooting. Telescope alignment over all instrument fields of view. Nominal event time is launch plus about three months, which that's, we're, we're under that, right? No, we're, mm-hmm. yeah, because one month was January 25th. Two months would have been February twenty fifth, so three months would be March twenty. So we're we're ahead of schedule. <clears throat> After fine phasing, the telescope will be well aligned at one place in the near cam field. Now we need to extend the alignment to the rest of the instruments. Damn! Step I just six, like animation. I I love the near cam alignment selfie that they had. It just it just looks cool, and all it is is just a bunch of hexagons. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, oh, so E3, E3 in person got canceled and now they announced, uh, EA announced that their play live simultaneous event also got canceled Ooh. because why would you have an in-person live event to a virtual convention? Right. So that one's no surprise. Uh, arm said that they are going to cut 15% of its staff Ooh. after the NVIDIA sale fell through. Fell through. Yes. Oof. Yeah, 15% of your workforce. That's a lot of people. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Xboxes are going to be try to be 100% recyclable by 2030, including all packaging and literally everything. Everything is supposed to be 100% recyclable by 2030. Okay. Right now, the Xbox Series S and X are considered to be 97% recyclable. So there you go. Microsoft is thinking about putting ads into File Explorer in Windows 11. Yeah, I saw that. They're not going to, right? Like, they, they're they not going to do that. 
uh, the senior program manager of Windows in a statement said this was an, an experimental banner that was not intended to be published externally and was turned off. Okay. So they're not saying no <laughs> is what I'm reading that as. Yeah. They could have said, yeah, no, this, this, no we're not going to do it. They just said this was not intended to be published externally. This wasn't part of our, our yeah. Yeah. I mean, for goodness sakes, my Windows 10 lock screen has ads. So it's working their way closer and closer to everything. Uh, Google bought a micro LED company. Mm-hmm. So they might be getting some stuff for AR devices. That would be pretty neat. Yes. Um, and then that's, that's kind of it, right? Uh, if uh, Your Steam Deck can actually now do Xbox cloud gaming. Ooh, I still haven't gotten word about my Steam Deck. Oh, well, when you get it, you can um, get the Microsoft Edge beta. Yeah. And uh, with Microsoft Edge on there, can you use Edge to get your Xbox uh, cloud gaming set up on your Steam Deck. Your expected order availability is Q3 of 2022. So yeah, so you could get your PC games and your Xbox games all on one device. Cool, I don't own an Xbox. And don't have Xbox games. Well, somebody's got to have some out there somewhere. <sighs> Alright, what else? Anything else? I don't think so. I think that's everything. Somebody tried to protest Ukraine by sabotaging his uh, open source library that would actually just delete files if it found out your uh, IP address was from Russia or Belarus. That's hilarious. We'll be fine, except for the fact that, you know, taking, you're taking a lot of people down with you. Really, you're, you're going to corrupt open source software just to try and protest? Yeah, I guess. All right. Uh, I think it's your review, sir. Yes, it is my review. I would like to review uh, the new remote start that I got installed in my car. Didn't you have a remote start installed previously? No. No. The, okay, so you, you installed or you had someone install a remote start. Yes. My car could have had from the factory a remote start as mm-hmm. part of the options. And so it would have let me use just the normal key, regular key fob, and I could have had it start that way. Uh, this one, uh, it turns out they don't do that anymore, and so they had to install their um, OEM uh, remote start in the car. Uh, remote start plus install for me was right around $600. That was at the dealer. I could have gotten it cheaper, but, you know, I could have... If it was any other car, I probably would have, you know, gotten it and tried to install it myself. But there's a lot of electronics going in that car now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if if I screwed it up... You're out of warranty. Yeah, I'd have to probably take it to the dealer to get it fixed, or just take it to the dealer and get it done. Yeah. Um, it's a two-way communication key fob that's actually got a longer range than my regular key fob. So I'm actually... I'm in my office at work and I can actually start my car out in the parking lot, um, which is nice because then the beep, it will actually beep to tell me that the car has started so I can actually um, know that it's running, mm-hmm. which which was nice when it was, you know, cold out, which actually it's going to be nice during the summer when it's hot out because my uh, I have you the automatic, see. yeah, I have the automatic climate control in my car. So get to run the AC ahead of time, too. 
So that's really nice. Um, yeah, it is. It's also really bad for the environment. Yes, Not I for know. for the car either. Y- yeah. He's <laughs> uh, like, yeah, but, but, but creature comforts. I know. Well, there, there are two things. One, the fact that it will only run for a maximum of 15 minutes. And then shut itself off? And then shut itself off, and I cannot start it again unless I actually go into the car and turn the car on regularly, and that will reset the timer. Okay. So I have to be in my car, and at that point it's like, well, that'd be kind of silly to remote start my car, go to my car, <laughs> turn it on, and then leave my car again and turn the remote start back on. The other thing is all the remote starts now have a safety feature built in where as soon as you open a door, it turns the car off. So the car is running. Really? As soon as I get in the car... It turns off. That's it turns off. people from stealing your car. Yes. So then, yes, I have to um, then, yeah, turn the car on and do my normal thing. But it's, it's nice when... In the Madison area, they actually passed a law recently about letting your car idle like that. Really? Because it's bad for the car, it's bad for the environment, and a lot of people were doing it because it gets really cold here. So there's a law about like the amount of time you can let your car just idle. Drivers get a pass, however, if the outside temperature is below 20 degrees or above 90 degrees. <clears throat> so there you go. Yep. Well, I, d- I just do it also for the kids as well because... Um, you know, it gives it gives the chance, car a chance to warm up, and you know I can handle the cold a bit, but having it too cold for the kids that does it also doesn't work. Yeah, it's rough. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I know. Back in my day, we just used to sleep on the back part of the car. Wait, seats. I'm sorry, Nobody... say that <laughs> we used to what? <laughs> Andy, back in our day, we didn't we didn't have. I mean, we had car seats, but they weren't like. I remember sitting in like the. Well, first off, we had car seats, but they were like front facing in the front seat of the car. Yeah, I spent uh, I many also, a family trip stuck between my mom and my dad in the very front. Right, you know, in that center seat that's not really a seat. Yep. Yep. Or uh, in all the station wagons, just like hanging out in the very back of the car. Mm-hmm. I remember once we drove to Milwaukee, we had a minivan, and they just, my parents just left the back seat out, and like, I think we put a sleeping bag back there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was back there with my Game Boy the whole time, just like chugging through batteries. I remember playing a thing of Tetris on the Game Boy, and then the battery died on me, and I was so pissed, because I was, <laughs> I was like, what? I forgot this can happen. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, no, the remote start's really nice. 600 bucks. Cool. Yes. Okay. Dave has a very good point that it's probably not good for the environment. Or the car. Or Well, I'd rather let the car idle than go from zero to actually, you know, highway speeds. Yep. That, I feel like, puts more of a, of a strain on your car. Car Talk did a thing about that. Um, and the, they, they are both bad, in fact. The best is to turn the car and immediately start driving it, but slowly. Well, who wants to do that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know either. Right. Should we hit the uh Yeah, the, yeah, the we random? probably should. Okay. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. 
Yeah. Where is the South? It's really a state of mind and a state of being. Because, you know, you look at the map and you go, well, you know, does the South kind of just end in Texas when you go west? No, because Arizona is part of the South. Is it really part of the... Are you looking at Alabama and Arizona in the same South? I... Yes. Yes, I am. Well, so, I... Right, I mean, there's the South, but, like, there's there's Southern hospitality versus the, like, Southern states versus the South versus the Deep South. Where is the South? I don't know. Racism? <laughs> I was going to say, what states join the, the CSA? The Confederacy? Yes. That's All 11. 11 states, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't states. They were members of the Confederacy. Yeah. I, 11 U.S. states seceded from the Union and formed and the main part of the, the CSA. Right. right. Um, I mean, at the same time, Andy, go drive north and you are in the south. Oh, yeah. No, I I know that. I... I like, there's been plenty of times I've had to drive the back roads from here in Kalamazoo up to Holland. And, and you pass Confederate flags. Yep. I, there, I know of two places that have Confederate flags up 24-7 because they've been up there and they haven't been down in the eight years, seven, 25. Andy, when we drove, I, I think it was when we were going to see Laura's sisters, I passed a pickup truck that had an 88 in the back. Oh, boy. Oh. So, like, the South is not in the South anymore. It's everywhere. It depends on what you're defining as the South. When I said it's a state of mind, I wasn't actually fully joking. I know, it's... Yeah, no, I, I, I've seen it. I mean, how many lifted pickups rolling coal do I see, you know, five minutes out of Kalamazoo? Are they actually rolling coal? Yes, there are still pickup trucks out there rolling coal, and I'm just like, really, guys? Why? Global warming's a hoax. <laughs> fuckers. Absolute fuckers. So yeah, where's the South? That really all depends. Yeah. Because you know, I could All go right. to I could go to Atlanta and Atlanta, you know, like downtown Atlanta. There, you're going to find Southern hospitality. You're going to find Southern cooking. You're going to find, you know, people saying "Bless your heart." Yeah, downtown Atlanta is very different than uh, di- downtown by Lula Battery. So, uh, where is the South? Everywhere. Mm-hmm. So on that bombshell. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.